Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by a couple Jedi friends of mine. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimada, although I guess you guys would prefer to be Sith. Yeah, I would. Yes, you would, for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Amato? Yeah, probably. probably. Like, they're... I mean, you guys, just, you like just, bl- just like for- blondes, cis have more fun. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like killing can, people, yeah. just being a murder and rampage. It's just I mean, I just thing. like being able to do no. what you want. Okay, see, that's <laughs> the but that's the misconception about the Sith. The Here Sith is the Sith is the giving into the emotion of the situation, which is something that we all do all the time. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, yeah. so it's not necessarily like like they think Children about it as genocide. Good no, well, he was just cutting off the <laughs> cutting off the Jedi Order teachings. That's all. Yeah, yeah. He was. They were indoctrinated, and he was trying to. I mean, you know, have you them, have you ever been have all. you ever been in a room with like thirty six year olds? It's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that leads to a better question. How many six year olds do you feel like you can take on until you get tired or pass out? <laughs> um, I mean, it depends what I'm like. You have a lightsaber; it won't take long. No. So gen- generally, what you do long. is you just take the first one and you throw them at the rest of them, and then they'll eventually, like, you know, fall all over right, themselves. Let's, get, yeah. let's move on before we get like in trouble. Uh, shout out to all of our listeners! Thanks for joining us for this review of Ahsoka. We're on episode four now, right, gentlemen? Yes, yes. Is that right? yes we are. Okay. Just over here doing math. Mm-hmm. Um, big thanks, to everyone who's tuned in. We want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. And also to follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Um, all those things are really helpful. The best thing you can do to help us, share this podcast with your friends. Any Star Wars friends you may have, um, share it with them. That really blesses us very much. All right, boys. The Fallen Jedi was the name of this episode. Um, yep. About 40. It was 40 minutes long. Yeah. Um, didn't feel if it, it was good. It was a good episode. It, it was, dude, it was it. Yeah. it was a really good episode. Yeah. Quality episode. Yeah. So where do you guys want to start? Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. There you go. Yeah, okay, there go you ahead. Go. Yeah, start yeah. there. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it was right. Uh, we were kind of right. It was going to take place in the little forest on yes. on the on the ground base. Uh, completely kind of like self-contained in that area. It was. It was. It was very close to being a bottle episode, but it it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, they had Hu Yang uh, working on the ship, yep. um, and then they were finally got word with uh, Hera saying like, yes. "Hey, like, come on." Which can we talk about Hera for one second? Why is she bringing her kid again? Why is why is that is a very like it's an odd <laughs> choice. Find a babysitter, especially like, since she's looking down the barrel of the hyper <laughs> hyperdrive about to launch out, and she's got her kid riding shotgun. Yeah, like, if you just think about, like, okay, so I'm about to do something that I know that is illegal, and I'm going to take my kid on to be an accessory. Like, that's, at the very least, yeah. if that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, to tell you the truth, I think there are two reasons for that. I think reason number one is, in general, they want to introduce his character and let him kind of play around in, like, the universe mm-hmm. a little bit. And number two... Like, I don't know, there's a possibility something happens with him in this universe that, you know, maybe defines his future. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I- interesting. But anyway, back to uh, Ahsoka. Um, yeah. It seemed like a, 
questionable mother call. It will, oh, yes. for sure. Hard, yeah, hardcore. <laughs> Potentially worst mother decision in the world. Actually. I mean, yeah. uh, the only thing I would say is, like, who is she going to leave him with? Like, you know, he's obviously on the base. Like, yeah. there's obviously people who. Although she, she's him. going rogue right now. Yeah, she is. So going rogue. maybe she's fearful if she leaves him there, he'll be punished for what she did. I mean, you know, possibly, we are talking about the Empire but... after all. <laughs> no, no, we are not <laughs> talking yeah. about the Empire after Aren't all. Aren't we, though? <laughs> just kidding. All right. But yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it, it was a very odd choice. Um, I, I think it kind of also just represented her. The fact of who does she actually still trust in the New Republic, you know? Yeah, that's right. a good point. You know, and that's what I meant by my Empire joke. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, trust me, I got you. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. um, so, yeah, because pretty much everybody that she trusts is either on this planet or mm-hmm. is, you know, out in the void, yeah. you know? <laughs> the void. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the void. Literally, the void. Yes. Um, but, uh, okay, I think the, the first cool scene, first cool scene that I want to bring up here is uh, the robot fighting scene uh, with Hu Yang and this other battle, yes. battle droid. I don't know what kind of droid you want to call it. I'm not 100% on droid lore, but uh, dude, the, the, like, the, the, one, the enemy droid that came at Hu Yang was straight up throwing haymakers, dude. Like, yeah. it, was, it looked like a legit fight, like a legit fighter. And then uh, Hu Yang pulled out some stops and like uh, flashy stuff and blew some stuff up. But, yeah. I thought that I thought that fight scene was done pretty well. Like it looked really well done. Like I didn't, I, I didn't look at that and be like, oh, okay, this is hardcore CGI. Like it looked like it could have been like animatronics. Like, yeah, it was. It was pretty intense. It was. I mean, it looked good. Like I mean, just as everything that they have shown, like it just been, it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so far, so that's really cool. Um, the only thing that's a little odd about that is like, why wouldn't you give him a real weapon? But like, oh yeah. Like, why is he coming in punching? Right. Like, I don't know. I, ca- bla- uh, I mean, the other ones were carrying blasters, the ones yeah. that were coming in later. Yeah. Was it supposed to be stealthy? Yeah. What do you think it was, uh, that was supposed to be? It was, it was interesting watching the other droid, like, hold Hu Yang's mouth. Oh, yeah. He's trying to say help. But it's, yes. Uh, that was pretty funny. Like, that is a really, it's a really <laughs> odd thing to, like. <laughs> yeah. So the sound definitely comes from the m- literal mouth. Like, yeah. there's yes. nowhere else yeah. on the droid that can make noise. No. You know? Yeah. I, I totally expected for, like, another area to open up on his yeah. hand and just be like, help, help. Like, I, yeah. I, I 100% expected that. But A weird, t- like, he, you just see him, like, bite his hand. Like, oh. <laughs> so, like <laughs> formulate a mouth. He like, has yeah, teeth no. now. Um, yeah, that was a little strange, actually, but. I mean, I guess it worked. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not questioning it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm glad you brought it up, though, Tyrol. Like that's something that would. I mean, that's one thing that, be st- that Star yeah. Wars has uh, like leaned into, especially with like the humanity of droids in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, you know, even with like the way you feel about R2 or Chopper, uh, and you know, even to the the battle droids from um. From the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. like you, there were especially in um, when they were in the Clone Wars TV series, like you, you saw personality moments, like where they it was um, they were not directly just battle droids. They had like yeah. personalities. They had pseudo emotions, you know, like to where there were things where they were. There were definitely moments where they were scared or they were like, you know, yeah, they've true. got they've Good got. Point. They might not have souls. That's a whole other conversation, maybe. But they've got there's something about yeah. droids that humanize them for sure. Yes. Well, and I think that's kind of what that battle was kind yeah. of like. Is they were trying to show like some humanity in the fighting between droids. Right. Yeah. It's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was. It was a fun scene. So Ahsoka and Sabine come out. They save the day. But now they're on the hunt. So yes. they're thinking, hey, instead of us getting hunted, let's go on offense. Let's go. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yep. 
It was great seeing Sabine in her full uh, Mandalorian gear. Yes, uh, that was awesome. Lightsaber on hand and double dual wield pistols. Yes. Like it was fantastic. And uh, the the scenery, the setting that they had with these tree background, and it was it was really awesome actually. Yeah. And especially when they come up to uh, Shin. Uh, oh my goodness, dude! And well, yeah. the, the Shin and, and Marak battle or Merrick, whatever the heck his name is, Marak. Morocco. Or um, Yeah, exactly. His death was pretty cool, though, man. Like, yeah. what happened to him? Did he combust? He, like, vaporized or something? Yeah. Like, um, which, I don't know what was inside. I have, like, some ideas about what that could potentially like witchcraft, be. Witchcraft? Like, something to do with... Yeah, it, either potentially witchcraft or maybe that's, like, you know, it was, like, a container and maybe we'll see something. Maybe that's going to affect a character that we already know or something like that. Like, mm. you know, almost like the releasing of something, you yeah. know, that was kind of trapped inside of the physical body. Hmm. I don't know. It, it looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, like you felt, well, he kind of like fell forward and like his lean back and his like guts opened up. And yeah, you got it, that very like, um, very samurai. Yeah. Like moment, you yeah. know, between yeah. the two of them, which yeah. is really cool exactly. to see. Exactly. Yeah. We'll just run at each other. One strike. Yeah. Who won? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, did you guys find it interesting though that like Shen goes against Sabine and Mar- what's, it, what's his name? Maroc. Maroc goes against. It's like the one versus the two in in each side of the battle. Like it should have been Shen versus, you know, um, Ahsoka. Yeah, technically, technically, yeah, yeah, based on yeah ability, ability, ability. Yeah. yeah, that's kind or of at least per the ability that we would perceive them to have. Right. Um. But it was more of a grudge match for Sabine, and she yeah, wanted, she right. wanted yeah. her back. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of like her. She was getting a rematch there, uh, mm-hmm. you know. It, so that was kind of it, it. Was a little odd. Like if it did feel like it was an offset combination a little bit. Yeah. So I'll agree with you there. Um, but especially with the ending, I felt like it was. It, it would have, especially with the fact that what we saw what happened with. Uh, Ahsoka taking out Maroc, I feel like it was more believable for that outcome mm-hmm. than for if it had been Sabine to do to yeah. um, take out Maroc like I, that. I yeah. did appreciate uh, the fact that um, Sabine held her own against um, Shin this time. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a full like whooping that she got the first time. Uh, yeah. So yeah. either she got lucky or she learned something. Like I don't. Know, I mean, it could be either one right now because she's she's kind of that clumsy fighter. She's kind of like that stumbling bumbling yeah. like it's it, it's interesting the her style um yeah i feel like um i feel like, I feel like she, it, it's almost like she's wearing like weighted um like <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah. as Sluggish, she's going around yeah. um and i think that's like kind of the idea of like she isn't 100% confident in the force yet and she as we have seen through all this, um, right, yeah. you know, even to the point where Shin was like, "You have no power," and it's like, "Oh yeah," which was, yeah. oh, which is that was a that's oh. a cutting line, of course. Which that great scene where she puts her hand up to use the force and she like laughs at her and then she puts her wrist down and shoots the <laughs> wrist rockets at her. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Yes, that was a, that was very well done. Actually, yeah, that yes. was very oh, well done. Man. And uh, but then uh, Ahsoka, she makes it to. Um, Balin, yes, and Lord Balin. The the dialogue here is great. Like, uh, dude, like I've Ray Stevenson has man. been phenomenal. What a performance like, he's doing. He's, so far. he's so like calm and calculated yeah. in everything that he is doing, and he it's fits so, his role. He fits the role. Like he's yeah, the the calculated part. Like it really, yeah, he's doing and, a good job. And, and like every time somebody like pushes something on him, mm-hmm. 
he kind of pushes back to the center for whatever's happening. Yeah. You know, like, um, like, um, uh, she, she drops a line on him when they're waiting about like, Oh, like fear. And he's like, no, just, um, truth, truth yeah. or like history or something like that. Mm, one of, yeah. You, one like something like that. He's the king of the one word response. Yeah. Yes. yes like he is. so far. Yeah. Like basically just, I feel like everything that he says, he's pulling it back to the center. Oh, I think it was history. I think you're right. I think it was yeah, history. Yeah. I, I just feel like that's what he's doing. Like everybody wants to like push him to these extremes either way. Mm-hmm. And everything that he says is just like, no. And he's just pushing his answer yeah. back to something that's more reasonable, more centered. Yeah. Which I think that kind of goes into like the type of like he's Jedi, but he's not Jedi. It's like he's he's in between. He's in yes. between. He's gray. Yeah. He really yeah. is gray. Yeah. Like he's the first. Mm-hmm. like realistic uh representation of you know a gray character in the terms of the force yeah um but yeah so th- that's very interesting um and then when it was really cool when ahsoka came up to fight him and just like the contrast in their styles of fighting he was very like like sword fighting wise she of course was very eastern in her style and he was very um he he very much looked like a european like knight as he was fighting, like he, yeah. he looked like the way that he was moving, it was more like abrupt with his movements. It wasn't as smooth, yeah. not necessarily bad, but it was just more like structured. Everything that he was doing was more structured. It looked more like a. It was it was like a hybrid fighting style of uh, Obi Wan in the original uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, f- episode four. Mixed with, it did look yeah. a lot like that. Yes, mixed with some like Ray style fighting in the in the new one because Ray wasn't as like free flipping yep. uh, lightsabers like they did in the prequels, like Obi Wan did. But yeah, when Ray was fighting, like she was more clunky, more kind of like that's why she ended up with a staff. Like yes, yeah. that's, that's uh, it was it was cool. It was like a mixture. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was just that was really just interesting seeing the way they like fought against each yeah. other, like in just seeing different styles. Yeah, and. That I mean, it was just a good fight scene overall. A lot of lightsaber battles everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was a good fight scene. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of action in this episode with the fight scenes. But my favorite part of the episode, hands down, without not even close. All right, tell me this one more time. Elizabeth, what again? Eggsbeth? Eggsbeth? <laughs> Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan, Morgan Elsbeth. Elsbeth. Yes. What did I say? Elizabeth? Yeah. Yes. Elsbeth. Yeah. That's what I was. I must have been yes, thinking that part. Yes. 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 All right, Morgan again. Guys, guys, <laughs> the most nothing character in the history of Star Wars, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, just nothing. I, f- I feel zero for when she's yeah. on screen. Yeah. She was, on the f- I, I actually, she was an enjoyable character in The Mandalorian. Like, I love, yeah, I like the conversation yeah. that she had, Um, you know, with the way that she was interacting with Ahsoka in Ma- the Mandalorian episode she was in, but she has been kind of just like plain Jane, kind of like, meh. Vanilla throughout the throughout her time on um, on Ahsoka so far. Yeah, exactly. On the flip side, Lord Balin. Yeah. Look, I'm just gonna get to hands down the best part of this whole series so far is when he's talking to Sabine, and Sabine has the map, mm. and he just knocked you know Ahsoka off the Ahsoka list. to the afterlife apparently, which we'll get to, <laughs> right? And he turns around, he's talking to Sabine. And he's just making sense. Yes. Yeah. He is. He's. Yeah. You could say he's calculated, but he's also a man of like. He's got a code. Yes. And like he holds true to that, which I love. And like, man, I was like, 
Sabine's gonna she's gonna turn into some hero and say some heroic thing and and run or throw the the map or do something stupid. And yeah. I just love that there's just just long pause and Sabine does it. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm so happy that Star Wars did something like that because yeah. to, to, to have Sabine just say, you know what, I'm gonna trust this freaking bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I loved it because you're yeah. right. He made sense. He made yes. sense. Yeah, he was he was with, true to his character. Mm-hmm. He's holding true to his word. Like, yeah. Well, the fact just, that he was able to like convince con- her, yeah, convince her, like speak to her and what she was feeling because he's talking about like. Ezra and yeah the, the opportunities and chances and like yeah. it was yeah it was it was good man like it was great he played into every emotion that she was dealing with and he he really is everything didn't know that her. a villain should be yeah and yeah. Morgan is not yeah there you go well like it's interesting because he's almost like okay so the way that he is presented is as this villainous character but there's so much of him that reminds me of Eddard Stark from the Game of Thrones series who is like considered to be like the whitest of knights Mm -hmm. like and so it's interesting seeing this villainous character embody so much of that character that is considered to be you know so perfect in a lot of ways so it's really interesting because he's this you know very you know it seems like he's a man of his word and that you know even his fighting style seems very much like that and you know, just the way that he talks, and he's always he, he's he, people keep on trying to like push this stuff on him, and he's just you know matter of factly correcting while also just clarifying his own position. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's very interesting, and then of course we get the big scene where right after that Shin comes is you know there and is choking Sabine. <laughs> yeah, and he just like a hundred percent shows who he is yeah. exactly that's and, it was that was the moment where it's like his mm-hmm. true colors of like he had an opportunity to actually say hey i'm true to my word like yeah. i'm gonna and, and i love that yeah. i like i love when a when a villain or an anti-hero whoever the yeah. hell he is could do something like that you know what i'm saying like i i just love how complex and nuanced he's nuanced yeah yes. supposed to morgan who's like i'm gonna be evil yes yeah <laughs> but why doesn't matter because <laughs> you know, like he he's incredibly nuanced. Where you can't really figure him out. Yeah, Shin can't figure him out. No one could figure him out. <laughs> and I love that. And and there's also something he is like he's alluding to. And I don't know what maybe you guys do, but like he's he's talked about how he's throwing shade on Anakin. He's throwing shade on Ahsoka. And like I don't know why. I don't know what his beef is with everybody. I don't know why necessarily he left the Jedi Order himself. Like. I don't know if there's stuff you guys know that I don't, but he, he's got some clear beef with Ahsoka and Anakin, the things he's saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is funny because like he he left the Jedi Order bef- yeah. before Ahsoka is what it, it makes me sound like, before Ahsoka yeah. left. But th- but Ahsoka did leave too. So, yes. I mean, you would yeah. think that they would kind of be on the same, same page, which he did kind of have a line of respect for her in the last episode. But then this episode, I guess to get to Sabine, he was kind of putting Ahsoka down a little bit, but... I well, mean, I he know. is right in the sense that if he somehow knows, Ahsoka did fail Sabine, right? right. Like, he, yeah, she abandoned her. I mean, yeah, that's true. She so, did. Yeah. Now again, how does he know that? He again, another inexplainable. He puts his lightsaber down. He like closes his eyes, breathes in deep, and he's like, and like all of a sudden he knows something. Everything, yeah, yeah. And like and again, it's one of these things where it's like, just like when um, 
Ahsoka was doing that when she was like reading time or whatever oh, the hell yeah, she yeah, was yeah, doing yeah. in like the first or one first or two episode, episodes yeah. where she's like re- remembering what happened where she, somewhere where she wasn't there. Yeah, it's like all these inexplainable powers that these people don't. Yeah, like, they don't explain them. But, yeah, but nonetheless, his performance is remarkable. Yeah, so far I've loved it. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame that he ends up. Yeah, he's he's dead actor in, in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. so. Yeah, too I don't soon. Know. Too soon. I don't know what that means for the character. And if... then he does the smart thing after, like even even after, as soon as he they knew the coordinates, he was like, oh, "Well, yeah. no one else will be able to follow us." Dude, and he, he didn't destroys even like, it. Yeah, he didn't even like think about it. He just like just hovers over it and just destroys it. And like, dude, that's a lightsaber. Yeah. And you saw how long it took for it to destroy that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a good point. Actually, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, that is cool. What, so what was that forged from? Like, where did it come from? That kind of thing. Yeah. Which is also... Okay, so another interesting thing about that is he specifically, like, calls out Ahsoka as being like, well, we know what Ahsoka would do in this moment. She would destroy it. And mm-hmm. he almost immediately... He gets what he wants, but he immediately destroys it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, it kind of, you know, showing, you know, where, kind of where he leans and things like that. Even though he's willing to use this knowledge in one direction, he's willing to... You know, using the other direction as well. Like, yeah. how close is he to Soka as well? And like, on the you know the scale of Jedi, non Jedi, <laughs> fallen is, Jedi. Isn't he? So he keeps talking about he. What does he believe in? Like, he's talking about how he believes in like a, a a greater good. Isn't that what he keeps saying? Or like, what's his motivation to I, to working with Morgan? I think it's a, it's essentially a straight money play. But it doesn't feel like he's just in it for the money. Because when Ahsoka, when he's talking with Ahsoka, he's talking about like, like all these like moral principles and like this is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he's looking at it from the world of the way that we like balance in the Force, in the sense of for if there is going to be a great good, as in like the New Republic, there needs to be something equally. There needs to be some rebels from the Empire uh, side. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, there needs to be someone like on the side of like Thrawn to push against them to keep both sides honest. Hmm. I mean, that's that's interesting that you they Maybe. say it like that. Yeah. Because I mean, we always see it from like the positive point of view, but it doesn't have yeah. to, or like from the Jedi point of view, but it doesn't have to be always from that point right. of view. Yeah, I guess balance balance is the definition of the Force, right? Like, so yeah. he's keeping true to that. That's. Huh, interesting. I mean, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I, it, it does make it sound like he is in it for the money. I need like, to really. To, I mean, he's trying to finish the task for Morgan. Like that's he's he mentioned that in the beginning. He's like, I'm just taking care of this for her. Like I'm just making making when this. When you happen. say the beginning, you mean like the first episode? Yeah, first episode. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. ever since the first episode, what I'm trying to say is, he it it sounds like he's had a shift in his mentality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He may have started off doing it as a job, but he decided he was going to be in it. He was going to actually, he believed in the cause. He understood. But I don't know, with him being so gray and in the middle, I'm a little taken back by why he's letting Morgan Elsbeth kind of just be this overarching evil and why he's like, okay, I guess it's okay to be evil if it's going to lead to an outcome that's balanced. I don't, I mean, I don't understand yeah. why he would just keep going with that. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. well, like I said, so you need an evil to balance out the good. Mm-hmm. So that might be what he's doing is he, he understands that at this moment, evil needs the helping hand. So yeah. he's leaning in that direction, 
which it'll be interesting to see if if that is his motivation if at some point he makes maybe a pseudo hero turn in some way to where he hmm. you know he if he's looking at it, the world like there has to be balance then for him he he's it's kind of like being on like a like a skateboard you know like yeah. you ba- balancing <laughs> either way it doesn't really matter to him what side he's leaning on as long as it keeps him balanced and on the board hmm interesting yeah i mean I, i'm enjoying his character so far yeah like the oh, yeah, development, development's crazy for him uh definitely a highlight of the show I mean, I enjoy it yeah. big time. And then uh, it, it, it's cool because they've done a good job of giving him a counter in his character, whereas Shin is kind of like this overzealous, kind of like maniacal character in a lot of ways, uh, where she's doing it in more of the, like, you know, unhinged kind of character, which is really cool to see. Her kind of be the balance of his even-tempered character. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Okay, so they, you know, Sabine gives, they, they get the coordinates. They go up to the big circle ship. They're about to jump. <laughs> yeah, but, the hyperdrive ship. But Hera yeah. and some X, X-Wing pilots. Yeah, we get our from Mandalorian boy. Yep. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I f- forgot. Silas? I don't, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Totally cool dude, cool dude. I just yeah. said a random name. Um, <laughs> I think it's like Cameron or something. Like it's yeah, I think it's sort like of the sea. Yeah, um, but he's there. He's leading yeah, some, one of the size. crews. Um, but they're literally staring down the barrel of the, this uh, hyper spring circle. Yeah, like it looks cool. It does. And they're like uh, Morgan. They show her on the inside. They're like, okay, we're gonna make the jump. Oh, that they're here or whatever. Doesn't matter. Ignore like, them. Ignore them. Yeah. Let's go. And yeah, that part uh, was cool. Admitting yeah, they they end up being like Dang they're gonna make the jump. They're gonna make, and then they do it, and the afterburn or whatever that was like destroys two X wings in the process. Maybe more than that. Like, I mean, I might yeah. have been three. I think it was more. Yeah. But uh, I wonder what like Harris thinking. Like, my son's with me. Like, this yeah. this is all well, this is a poor decision on <laughs> my part. Is, it could have been me. It could have been my ship. She was literally in the middle. Yeah, it's interesting how like. That since the ship is a circle, yeah, it can get around them. But like, what if a part of them was hit by the ship? Yeah, by the circle ship. Like it would have been exactly what happened in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Like yeah. how they de- destroyed the ship, or was that Last Jedi? That was Last Jedi. Who cares? Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, hmm. Oh, uh, that was that was a cool scene in general. But the Ahsoka falling off the ledge. We need. This is where we talk right, about it. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. What the bleep was that? <laughs> so last scene, we have Ahsoka lying down in this other world. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's got to be the world between worlds, right? Yes. Like, yeah. That's what it's it got to be. That it's got to be the place where Ezra was. Yes. And then Anakin's there. Like, yes. Anakin's there, and he is. Um, He's talking to her from behind. Like, you don't see him right away, which was a cool, yes. cool, cool effect. Because uh, she's just, like, looking out. Like, am I hearing voices? That kind of thing, right? And then uh, she turns around, and there he is. We see Hayden Christensen and, and all of his glory. I, like, don't you love how he has, like, a redemption story? Like, people hated him in yeah. episode two, right? 
in episode three, he puts a, he delivers a great performance in my opinion. Like he does, he, he does it, a phenomenal it's, performance. Like, it's an unfortunately mm-hmm. hidden performance. I yes. feel like a lot of ways because I feel like a lot of people see episode one and two, mm-hmm. and it's just. They forget how they good three, three they actually do. They, was. They just completely disregard uh, three's performance in general. Yeah, but three performance phenomenal. But then now, like he's riding high, man. He had his his moment in, in Kenobi series. Like yeah. he had his moment there, and then now here he is again in Ahsoka, and we get to see Ahsoka and Anakin live action. Yeah, here they are, and. Who knows what the heck next episode is going to bring? Yeah, but what is that, and why is Anakin there? And is that just like a projection of like her mind? Like, because my first thought was, is yeah. this some sort of like afterlife? Like, is this like, did she die? Of mm. course, she's going to come back because the show is called Ahsoka. Right, right, right. But like, did she somehow die? And because you know how like when um, Obi Wan and Anakin and Yoda are all in that like. Blue aura, yeah, ghost, where they're ghosts, ghost, force ghosts, yeah, yeah. It's like, is this like the lo- the lobby to that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I could. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's possible. The world between worlds is unknown, but it is, could also not be the world between worlds. It could also be something different. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's whatever she's at is manifesting her like her true like thoughts and desires, and she desires or wants to be with Anakin again, just to. Figure out what went wrong, like yeah. what happened. Like maybe these are unanswerable questions before she uh, maybe potentially dies. I don't know. Like I don't. Yeah. Or well, it's a force. It, it's it also. Force. I mean, maybe she just feels like she needs guidance with Sabine. Mm. Like so, the only way she knows how to do that is to reach out to her master. Yeah, exactly. Get some master influence. Um, because technically she's a master now. Oh, she's somebody's oh master, my gosh. right? Yeah. When he says snips. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. I know. I could believe that. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, gosh, dude. And uh, and then then it ends just right yep. there. And and if you notice at the end, Vader's uh, theme. Yeah, the yes. Vader theme. Yes. So again, what was what does that mean? Yeah. Like I don't know what that was, and I. F- I hope that Ahsoka. That, I hope it means that Ahsoka and Anakin are going to have a talk about why he became Vader and why yeah. he went down this path, and was it worth it? Like that kind of thing. Like I yeah. feel like they're going to get closure. And he convinces her to do the same. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He no. Gosh, I hope not. But I think he yeah. is able to tell her because the last that, thing that she knows is like he went full evil and that's it. But I hope he's able to tell her like I I came yeah. back to the light and yeah. That'll be interesting, um, but I also don't know if she's getting mm-hmm. like misinformation from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like in the sense, yeah, that um, she may be getting something that's when his Vader influence is there. Right, like maybe this is not like her true master. This is Vader, not necessarily a- Anakin talking. Yeah, yeah. maybe so. I mean, I think um, I don't know. I, I I wish I had any idea on how to explain <laughs> what that was, but I right. really have genuinely no understanding of what that was supposed to be. Yeah, um, and, I, and I and I understand we'll get it. But I don't think we're supposed to know until next week. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, truthfully, and kudos to Disney. Like that was a good like, good cliffhanger. Like, yeah. what the heck was that? Like, yeah. I remember watching it like. 
like, seriously, like she, I thought I was going to see her on the end, the bottom of that cliff. You know what I mean? It did kind of look yeah. like that. You at know, first. Where you and then kind of like, oh, this is just her at the bottom of that cliff. Right. Yeah. And uh, here's what, here's what I think. I think that um, the one thing that's coming out right now that's leading into the next episode is that there's going to be certain locations that are going to be doing a screening of this next episode in the movie theater. Like, that's what's coming out. So wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Yeah, the the talk right now is that the next episode of Ahsoka is going to be screened in a movie theater, like uh, certain locations around well, like, wh- America. Be Where can we go? Uh, I've, I've already tried searching for it, and it's not near us. What's the closest? I don't know. I, I gotta look again. I mean, I would think Atlantic Station but might be. That's, that's no. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. I, we gotta look again. But they said that. All right, we'll look. There's gonna be some things. So that leads me to believe that this is gonna be a huge episode. Yeah. And potentially a long episode if they're going to be willing to do it yeah, in the theater. If they're, yeah, they're going to be willing to do that. It's also it was cool again that they like play with the idea of the title of the episode. Yeah, you know because you know you really learn about okay, so you hear Fallen Jedi and you kind of think I mean you might have Anakin in the back of your head, but you're also thinking okay maybe we're going to learn more about Balin in this episode because yeah. he is a he is a fallen Jedi. You can even say if you're really thinking about it, Ahsoka. You know, yeah, she, is she is too because she left the she left the order. I mean, she didn't fall like as far as into like the dark side, but she's I think from you know the way that the Jedi Council would see it, she is a fallen Jedi. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's really interesting to see that. And you know, then you also have you know the final option would be if they're starting to build and you know piece together things, a future fallen Jedi. You know, and in the possibility of Jason, you know, you know, because he started, you started getting some hints and some moments with him in this, you know, like him being like, I have a bad feeling about this, yeah. you know, yeah, and good. like in kind of like even. But I love how they didn't, he didn't say the exact words, which I appreciate. Yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was a paraphrase of which that. Which I liked a lot. Yeah. But like when Harrow was talking about, okay, well, like once a rebel, always a rebel. Like he kind of had a line after that that was almost like, I don't know, is she setting up an example of something that leads him down a path that could lead him down a bad path? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> I'm just, next week should be good, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm very I didn't excited. know about that. So if, it's, if that's true, like that, yeah. we need to figure that out. <laughs> All right, we're going to turn this podcast off so we can figure out if we can go watch the next episode in a theater. Any other thoughts on this episode four? I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. I really I am. Said epis- I said thoughts on episode four. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I <laughs> have nothing there. Nothing. <laughs> I'm good. It was cool right, I mean, I think it's going to be really cool. Like, <laughs> Top tier. I, th- I, think one, I think a big question we need to know is, like, where is Sabine? Yeah. Like, in her mindset, is she yeah. starting to... Is she actually believing what Balin is saying, or is she using him using as Balin a means to, to an end? Yeah. Like so, that'll be really interesting to see where you probably know. Probably that. Yeah. Probably that. But. Which it'd be really cool to see, like a moment where you know Balin almost chooses her as a new apprentice, and he kind of like pushes Shin aside because he doesn't particularly Dude, like her, like overzealous, so cool. yeah, like nature. And um, you know, maybe something happens, and that's how he ends is Shin goes like full, like almost berserk on him and just, yeah. Although it made me wonder, like they put her in handcuffs. So it's like, I don't, it would take, it feels like it'll take a lot to get to the point where he would want her as a, 
as a Padawan yeah. or whatever. Right, yeah. I don't know what he calls it, if he can't say that word. I think it's just Apprentice. Apprentice, yeah. The Apprentice. All right. Well, boys, that's it. All of our listeners, thank you again. Please come back next week for our review of episode number five. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Share the podcast with your friends. And feel free to follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. Um, for my good friends Shimato and Sandy, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.